You know what the Beagle Tape series has done for me? It has motivated me to dig out all my old footage and get that stuff transferred to digital. I've got a ton of stuff, you guys. And the problem is I don't have a VCR. I don't have a mini DV camera anymore. I sold all that. My Hi8, all of it. Even my 16-millimeter cam, done, gone. And I don't really have a clue unless it's you know on my iPhone what to do with these days. So this is where AV Gear Guy comes into play. And because AV Gear Guy is a new sponsor to the show, he's offering up a 5% discount to you, the listeners. So mention the No Manga Podcast when you place your order. You get 5%. And here's the deal, though. I get a lot of people asking, how can I help the show? Even parents, you know, all my friends, everyone listening to this right now, this helps. If you've got old footage, videos, photos, anything, get it transferred to digital. Stop worrying about it. So... And like I said, it helps this show out, you know, with website hosting, hard drives, etc. This show is free for you, and it's not free for me. But once again, this is why I'm so glad AV Gear Guy is here to help, help sponsor the show, help you guys out with a discount as well. So avgearguy.com, that's avgearguy.com. Check them out. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. And it's probably a very, very happy Tuesday to all the Chiefs fans around the world. But more on that in a minute. I'm just giving you golf claps now. My name's Rick Beta. This is the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. I cram as much as I can in about 30 minutes. A lot happens week to week, but I pick and choose you know, my favorite topics of the week. So if you're new to the show, welcome. And as usual, um, if you want to interact with me on social media, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Or you can always email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. I'm always here for you. Let's get started. Oh, yeah. Okay. Man, it was. Uh, I had to change my topics a lot this week. I was all locked in, I think, on Saturday. But then, of course, the Super Bowl happened yesterday. It was Sunday, which brought on some ideas I want to talk about. So I was shuffling this morning. This is Monday morning recording as to what I wanted to cover. So I wanted to start off the show talking Super Bowl. Okay, now before you fast forward or hit delete, you know, hear me out. Consider sticking around for a couple minutes. I'm not going to break down play-by-play and all that stuff. So if you're not into sports, that's fine. But as I mentioned, like I said, this is a show about skateboarding. And I stayed true to that. But there were a few moments yesterday I realized I should probably, you know, make this one of my topics today. So I'm leading with that. So first off, Congrats to the Nine Club Experience's very own Steezus and his favorite team, the Chiefs, on their first ever Super Bowl. Steezus, that's awesome, man. You know, I'm I, as you guys know, I'm a Niners fan. Okay, I'm a big Niners fan. But hey, it, it couldn't. You know, Andy Reid's an awesome guy. He's a great coach, Hall of Fame coach. Couldn't have happened to a better team. But I couldn't, you know, I couldn't even go to the game either, which just sucks. Because, I mean, Steezus was there. He went to Miami, flew out. He mentioned on the one of the Nine Club Experience episodes, he's going to be in-house. So for that, I'm like, that's cool, too. He got to experience it live, his team. They won the first Super Bowl ever. So I wanted to give a shout-out to Steezus. And I think even Malto's a, a Chiefs fan, too. So me, I didn't have an extra ten grand in my mattress to go to the Super Bowl. But, you know, what are you going to do? But no excuses, whatever. Patrick Mahomes is a beast. I'm going to leave it at that. So some congrats to all the Chief fans out there. And here's the deal, though. I'm looking forward to uh, <clears throat> seeing you guys next year. Yeah, same time, same place. And actually, I'm really interested in hearing what the bunt has to say about that. So I'm just going to leave that there. So, But back to my two reasons I want to talk about the Super Bowl today. One, 
Did you guys see that Nyjah cameo in the? It was like a two minute fifty one second. Like a, it was a tribute video, and it had a YouTube sensation, which I had no idea. I had to look him up. Bunchy Young. I don't know if you guys know. Maybe I'm just not hip to it. I don't know him, but he basically started off, you know, running a standard play in football, right? And then he went kind of Forrest Gump on everyone and just kept running and kept running and kept running. But he went throughout the whole video. It was very cool. A lot of the OGs of the sports, and it's not just sports. I mean, not just uh, football, mostly football. But there are a lot of intertwining uh, uh, celebrities or sports figures, the older, you know, kind of looking down on the young. They were all opening paths for him along the way. It was very symbolic, very cool. And it was very much like a, a baton, you know, a baton being passed, right, for, for the old to youth. Except, you know, this guy, um, Bunchy, he high fives Nigel Houston. Yeah, I think it was about like 50 seconds in or so. And it, it took my brain a second to register. I'm like, wait a minute. Did I just see Nigel Houston in the Super Bowl commercial or video? I mean, it tells you a lot. I mean, basically, how much of an impact or influence skateboarding currently has all over the world for them to do that. You know, and this is all in, keep in mind, a pre-Olympics era. We haven't had the Olympics. The Olympics are going to happen this year. So it's just, I had to point that out. I was like, wow, did you guys see that too? I know there's at least a couple of you that watch the game and follow sports. But if you didn't, look it up. Nigel Houston was in that video. And that's a big deal. Very, very big deal. So I'm curious. What did you guys think? Did you guys see Nigel? If not, watch it. Let me know what you think. And the other thing, too, I'm checking my notes here, uh, was the, in regards to the St. Archer's commercial, starring no, no other, none other less than the, the man behind the brand, P-Rod. And I kept thinking, how in the hell do they keep that? How, how do they afford that? The average cost of a 30-second commercial or spot for the Super Bowl was $5.3 million for 30 seconds. That's bonkers. You know, I mean, St. Archer's must be killing it, right? You know, I've had it a couple times. You know, it's a it's a good beer. I'm not gonna. I don't hate on the beer, of course not. But 5.3 million. I was like, damn! Did I just see that? I mean, I knew it was kind of coming. I think he's been hyping it up, but it was cool to see like the actual commercial. And I mean, if you think about it, they're right up there with the Bud Lights of the world. I mean, sure, you know, St. Archer's has you know the backing of Molson slash Coors. So they got backbone. They got money. But that says a lot about their confidence in the brand. So uh, St. Archer's, I mean, they announced their new golden beer. That was the, the spot. And it's a light beer worth waiting for. And no, that was not a paid ad. That was just, I'm just reading from that. So, But you're welcome for that one there. St. Archer's a free ad. I mean, I'm sure they're going to get a nice bump in sales because of that. I mean, P-Rod, they use the right, I think they use the right athlete. I mean, he's... A lot of the younger kids know him, but he's getting up there in age where it's like, okay, it, was, it, it couldn't, maybe two, three years from now, if they tried to do that, so it was like, okay, maybe someone else should have been in that spot. But I think it was the right time and place for P-Rod to do it. So well done, you know, P-Rod and team. And looks like you guys are doing well. I mean, you're, you're for one, you're setting up your post-skate career very nicely. And, uh, you know, obviously the brand is, I mean, it's got the backing. So, oh, and <laughs> I still have, patience stuck in my head too if you guys have seen the video if not check it out you know what i'm talking about it's not a bad song to have stuck in your head but those were two things that i wanted to talk about did you guys watch the super bowl if you did you know hopefully you were pulling for the niners it's a very it was a very tough um loss 
like I said, I'm not going to go deep into the the hows and whys and could, what it could have should have, but that was rough. But hey, you know, I respect Steezus. You know, I'm glad he uh, he got that win. I'm sure he's just on cloud nine. That's awesome. So let me know your guys' thoughts. Nija in a very, very important commercial or moment in time, especially the Super Bowl, and then P-Rod, you know, pimping the St. Archers. Curious to hear your thoughts. I mean, think about it. We could all use a little patience. Actually, speaking of, let me get some water. Thanks for being patient while I get my water. Oh, gosh. Oh, this next topic. This was the one that I locked in. I'm like, I have to talk about this. I have to. I don't care what happens. This went down a few days ago on Friday, actually, in fact. Maria Sherman of the Jezebel website. One that I'd never heard of until then. You ready? She posted a piece called Adult Men Shouldn't Skateboard. And I'll repeat. Adult Men Shouldn't Skateboard. <laughs> I mean, right from the start, I was laughing. I'm like, oh, man, she's going to get some heat for this. I'm all, this has got to be, this has got to, this can't be serious. This can't be true. No, tell me. No, there's no way. What is Jezebel? I looked up Jezebel. Are they a satirical site? Do they always poke fun or like mad? Yeah. So, um, but needless to say, it didn't take long <laughs> after that to see her blocking people left and right on Twitter. Downright just getting like verbally assaulted on the interwebs. Was it rightfully so? I don't know. I mean, she created basically top 10 reasons and had brief descriptions of justifying, or I should say, like attempting to justify her reasons, reasonings to the reader. And honestly, I, I think she was pretty, pretty brave to release such a piece. I mean, think about that title. How much of the percentage of skateboarders are that? Adult men shouldn't skateboard. I'm going to pull it up here, too, just so I can reference it. I'm assuming they didn't delete it. Okay, so as I mentioned, she created a top 10 re- list of reasons why, and she had a brief listing of each one. I, I just got to say, I hope it was all worth it, Maria. I, I really do. And, and see, I knew it was a satirical piece, and you want to know how, or I guess when? Right from the title. Right from the start, I knew it was good, too good to be true. I'm like, no way in hell anyone would take a jab at skateboarding like that and not expect, you know, to poke some bears. And she did. It was it was hilarious to see and kind of sad to see too. Sad is because you know you you got some some folks, some dudes that took it way too seriously. It's like, dude, she's joking. But I know it's not a poor, she's not executing it well. But like I said, I can't imagine she was expecting any other outcome. The title of her piece was Adult Men Shouldn't Skateboard. Dead giveaway right there. I could have smirked and just kind of went on with my day, but I didn't. I had to wonder what the hell she was going to say. But the main thing is that how did she do Tony like that? That big X over the image, you know, she got it from Getty Images. That was mistake number one. Not a good start at all. Don't do that to Tony Hawk. You know, like I said, she's surprised. But since she's, especially since she goes on to say the very first sentence, and I might add, adult men shouldn't skateboard. Let's try that again with a caveat. Adult men who are amateurs shouldn't skateboard. Okay, that's where I started to get, like, confused. Well, okay, maybe this isn't satire after all. Because, you know, 
she crossed out Tony Hawk. Um, but let me pull up the list here. Here's the list. If you haven't seen it, I definitely suggest you check it out. Number one, there is no greater injustice than being sideswiped by a skateboarder. I uh, just kind of like, uh, okay, not really connect with that one. Much like the first point, adult man skateboarders take up too much space. Really, there, like I said, over two for me. Three, it's unnatural. Uh, over three. Adult men skateboarders are often childish. Okay, now you kind of got my attention. Some of them are. You know, I used to throw on my board. Yeah. When I was in my 20s, I used to spit on my board. I used to get so mad at my board. Now I'm like, whatever, I just love skating. But I'm going to elaborate more on that in a sec. Number five, it's a sport which negates any bad boy edge skateboarding supposedly gives off. Okay, I didn't know we had to be bad boys. <clears throat> so what, one for four? One for five. Skateboarding is not sexy, and it's in red. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to keep scrolling. Number seven, it's dangerous. Yeah, trees are wood. Mm-hmm. Number eight, skateboarding is actively embarrassing. Okay, this is what I know. My, oh, my gosh, yeah, she's. this is so much She's just reaching. <laughs> oh, gosh. Number nine, adult men skateboarders are the true enemy in Skater Boy. And that's the Avril Lavigne video she's referencing. And number 10, this is where it, like, stabbed me in the back. But then I'm like, I see you. I I get it, Maria. It's kind of midlife crisis-y. Well, yeah, of course. (laughs) And that's what, I mean, Steve Alba, all these pro, I mean, Twitter just went nuts. I mean, that number 10 was where she finally, like, crossed the line. I know that she did that intentionally. It's like just ended on a, with a bang, a boom. Ruffled so many feathers, but you know, well done. As as it appears, that was your intent. You get, you know, you have me talking about this on a show, on the podcast, a skateboarding show. So well done. You're getting publicity for this website. But let me just let me offer one little piece of advice. I know writing's hard. I do it. I suck at it. Okay, but this could have saved you from kind of having to use that block button, probably for the first 24 hours. If you would have simply just started off that article with a different picture, say maybe like, I don't know, go on, go all in on that midlife crisis-y dad bod skater, whatever, you know, something funny. You might have gotten, you know, actually you probably would have been on track. But, uh, you know, that's that's just one of my main things. It's like that, oh, God, you're just like, Hi, Tony, what? He's like the man. But I give you credit, though. You got a bunch of skaters talking about it. I'm talking about it on this podcast, so let me give you. But clearly you had the right intentions with this one, but everything was obviously, you know, it backfired on you. Is it a lesson learned? I don't know. We're all moving on, I guess. One love. Do you guys see that article? I'm sure you have, but you had to have known it was, it was a joke, right? I mean, there's a lot of people that took it way too seriously, but she did her job. She, yeah, she got us riled up. Curious to hear your thoughts on that. And finally, I wanted to talk about, there was a a tweet a couple days ago from at underscore, oh, it's at Thomas underscore Barker. Been following the guy for a while now. And, you know, he's got always got some good takes. Definitely knows his stuff. Been around the game for a while. But he tweeted out, a couple days ago, something that resonated with me. And, and actually, let me pull it up real quick, too. I'm pulling up my, my phone a lot on this episode. 
you think I would have it. There we go. So here's what he said. I'll read it. Kids under 16 shouldn't be allowed to enter pro contests, let alone be turned pro. Any parent that homeschools their kid in order for them to be pro has suspect motives. Any brand that sponsors a kid is home that is homeschooled has even sketchier motives. That got me thinking. That got it definitely got my wheels turning, you know, because I I agree, you know, in a sense. But then again, it's like I'm kind of torn as well, because I can see why some parents, you know, would take this route. I mean, I follow some skaters that are. They're obviously underage. The parents, you know, manage the account. I think Raysa, Leo comes to mind, Trey the Tank. You know, even Hasoy's, you know, his kids, you know. I mean, actually, I recall Hasoy, it was like two weeks ago. He was helping out. Uh, he did an Instagram post with classic Hasoy. He was doing his homework. He's homeschooling him. So it was just really good timing on, on Travis uh, Thomas Barker's tweet. And it was actually good timing, too, because my kid, my seven-year-old son, was actually asking, you know, how can – how do uh, how do people turn professional in sports? Because we were talking about Kobe Bryant, and I was telling him just, you know, he was 17 when he turned pro, when he came out right out of high school. So it was kind of kind of interesting. But you know, we all know. I mean, the, the NBA and skateboarding are two different beasts. You know, one definitely has way more potential to make way more money than the other, right? We all know this, and you know which one I'm talking about. For example, the average NBA player salary is seven point seven million. I did not know that. Pro skaters, on the other hand, and this is just counting for board sales. I, I'm sure there's a bunch of pros out there that would be like, "No, Rick, you know what you're talking about." But what I was able to find, because keep in mind I was never pro, they for board sales at least the average. This is very. There, there's some pros that make way more than others. Can ex- they can average they expect to make fifteen hundred to three thousand a month. So I mean, being generous, right? You round up. That's thirty six k per year just board sales, and that's just the average. Like I mentioned, there are many more pros with more probably specific numbers. That's not including wheels, endorsements, you know, trucks, shoes, gear, etc. You know, CBD, all those the sponsors that pros can get nowadays. But what would make turns back to the NBA players. Think about that. The average salary is 7.7 million. That's not including endorsements either. So, I mean, those are few and far between. So I I know, of course, Thomas wasn't really talking about salaries. I just decided to add that on because, you know, as I mentioned, that got my wheels turning. So I wanted to add that in. But he was stating just more on the fact that kids should be kids, stay in school, and I totally agree with that. You know, my son plays soccer. He loves it. We never pushed him to play we don't have any hidden motives or anything like that. If he wants to turn pro, that is on him. That's awesome. We're going to support him however best we can. But I'm not recording, you know, footage, putting on YouTube, like, oh, here's a great corner kick. You know, look at my son. You know, I just, I'm letting him be a kid. So I totally get what Thomas was saying. So, um, yeah, I'm curious to hear your thoughts or jump in on the on the conversation. There's a great, let me pull it up again. There was some great back and forth on here, some other people I follow. A lot of them agree. You know, um, talking about the homeschooling aspect of it, you know, it's there's some good tweets on here. So check it out. Yeah, Dr. Indigo Willings definitely chimed in. You know, skateboarding, Spidey's always got good takes. Ian, of course. So check it out, you guys. And, and it's uh, like I said, it's at Thomas underscore Barker. Join the conversation. What do you guys think? I, I agree. Kids should be kids. 16 is a tough age, I think. At least let them, let them go through, you know, 
18. Get out, get through high school. I actually mentor at-risk youth, so my goal when I tell them, when I meet them every month, just get through school. Have a plan. Get through high school. Have a plan. You don't have to go to college. If you know what you want to do, that's fine. Just It's the little things like that. They one, you're letting the kids be kids, let them finish high school. They're going to set them up for a little bit more success than someone who maybe drops out, doesn't do school at all, maybe turns pro too young. It's really tough. So, But check out the comments on that. So I do agree, like I said, let the kids be kids, especially skateboarders. Skateboarders are a different, a different breed altogether. That's why I had to kind of do the extreme comparison with NBA players and skateboarding because you can't really compare the two. But also, too, got to give a, a – check it out at CSEF as well. So Thomas is the co-founder of the only national college scholarship fund for skateboarders by skateboards. So I wanted to give them a plug on that too, because that's awesome. So bravo on that, Thomas. Bravo. Let's get this conversation moving forward. And in the meantime, of course, too, you know my episodes drop every Tuesday. Check out, there's a new skate skate podcast called Skatefulness. Great name, by the way, guys. Um, Dan and Dave, Two solid dudes. They're uh, I already added them to my list to hopefully skate with them one day, you know. And we don't live in the same areas, but they're two cool dudes. Very positive energy. Love that show so far. They're only a couple episodes in, so check it out. In between the No Manga podcast episodes, yeah. So check it, guys. I will see you next week, and I'm out. (laughs) 